Good morning, Nachum. Good Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Parshas Toldos. In Parshas Toldos, we have the continuation of the, literally, the lives of the Avos. And we focus in this week's parasha on the life of Yitzchak. His having both from the same wife, from the same mother, where ordinarily our identity as a Jew stems from the mother. Here, two boys, twins, from the same mother, one is Jewish and the other not. Built in to nature is nothing less as what the prophet tells Rivka that the tension and the pain that you are experiencing now in your pregnancy is a portend of the future, of the tension and pain that's going and conflict that's going to exist between these two nations. And ultimately, we're told, the Rav Yavod Soir, <coughs> the elder, is going to serve the younger. In this parasha, Yaakov, because of the prophecy that his mother tells him that she was told by prophecy that he, Yaakov, was to get the blessings and that he would not be discovered by his father, Yaakov complies with his mother's command and he gets the blessing, not only the Birkas Avram, the blessing of the relationship that God had with Avraham is now going to be continued through Yitzchak, but he also gets the blessing of Gashmius, the blessing of materialism, that he now has both. As long as what Yitzchak tells Esau at the very end of the parsha, but it's going to be that unfortunately when Yaakov is going to not live up to his responsibilities, then unfortunately then God is giving Esau the go at the green light to then uh, be over Yaakov. So <coughs> the Bible story, which we know there are no Bible stories, it is a Bible lesson. The Bible lesson is teaching us that we have to live up to our responsibility, and that is 
the best way that we can protect ourselves from anti-Semitism. We find in this parasha, when there is a famine in the land, and Yitzchak wants to go down to Mitzrayim, as his father did when there was a famine in earlier that Avram experienced when he first came to Canaan, Hashem says to Yitzchak, no, you can't go. You are, the way our rabbis explain it, the Ola Tamima, your being in last week placed on the altar at the Akedah gave Yitzchak a status of a korban, and this korban could not be taken out of the, quote, holy, which is the land of Israel, and therefore Hashem says, stay in this land. And what does the Torah tell us? In chapter 26, in verse Yud Beis 12, the Torah says, Yitzchak planted in that land, and he found, he accrued, in that year, and Rashi tells us, the land was kosher, the land was not fertile, the year was kosher, because there was a famine, and still God blessed him, literally hundredfold. Just as there was this very special divine wink between God and Yitzchak, similarly, I'd like to focus on a pasuk a little bit earlier, where Hashem says to Yitzchak, why am I going to bless you? Because your father, Ekev, the last pasuk in Rishon, because Shema Avraham Bikoli, your father listened to my voice, Vayishmor, and he kept Mishmarti, Mitzvosai, Chukosai, and Sorosai. He observed my safeguards, not only the laws of the Torah, but even the rabbinic laws, such as Muktza, even that Avram kept. My commandments, those laws which are understandable, my decrees, my laws which are not understandable, like Shatnez, and finally, my Torahs, both the written and the oral Torah. The rabbis ask, where and how did Avram learn Torah? Certainly didn't get it from his father. And the rabbis answer, Kloyos <coughs> Yoatzos. Literally, his kidneys, or literally, he intuited Torah. And this is expounded upon by Reb David Azulai in his Sefer, Chomas Anach, in his commentary on Eov in chapter 38. And I'd like to try to understand what's happening here in terms of Avram Avinu and his amassing Torah. And I'd like to suggest the following, that his takil b'oraisa 
Ubora Alma. The rabbis teach us that God looked into the Torah as the blueprint and he created the world. The world is understood to mean the cosmos, but I'd also like to suggest that the world means man. God created man. And where do we find that man is known as a world? In the fourth chapter of Sanhedrin, in the fifth Mishnah, the Mishnah asks, how did we literally warn the witnesses not to give false testimony in a capital case? So they would say to the witnesses, the Bezdin, you should know that Nivra Adam Yechidi, man was created as an individual, as one, unlike the animals, many animals, unlike the rest of nature, many trees. One man, Lulamedcha, Shekolam Abed Nefesh Achas Israel. If God forbid you cause one Jew to die, Male Allah Akosov Kilu Ibed Olam Mole, each one is an entire world. And the flip side, literally, if you maintain, sustain one soul in Israel, it's looked upon that each one is a world unto himself. Now, just as the world um, is created by Hashem, so to the individual, and the individual is takel oraisa, the individual God created by looking in the Torah. And the Gemara, the end of Makos, teaches us that there are 248 positive mitzvos corresponding to Evorah, the limbs of the body. There are 365 uh, Losase, negative commands, restrictions. Why? Corresponding to the uh, Shasa Gidov, to the 365 sinews of the body. And what does this mean? It means that each part of the body is connected to another mitzvah. The mitzvah of Shabbos explains the Chafetz Chaim in his introduction to the third volume of the Mishnah Brura, Hilcho Shabbos. The Mishnah Brura, the Chafetz Chaim, writes that different parts of our body are more or less essential for man's life. Of course, the hand is important, but you can live without a hand. You can live without a foot. However, you can't live without a heart. And therefore, says the Chafetz Chaim, Shabbos is like the heart of the Jew. The Zohar says that the mitzvah of Gidhanosheh, <coughs> that we will read about in Parshas Peshalach, that Yaakov, after his wrestling encounter with the divine angel of Esav, this uh, the guardian angel of Esav, this 
encounter is a portent for that which is going to be in the future, that even though the Jewish people are going to be persecuted, they will, as Yaakov, unfortunately be limping, but they're going to make it to the finish line. And so on Tisha B'Av itself, we are comforted by the teaching of the Gid Hanosha. I can't tell you which parts, other parts of our body, are necessarily connected to which mitzvos, but I can tell you something very, very important, and that is, while Avram Avinu had the ability to intuit literally the mitzvos, we have the opportunity and we're privileged that we, by our learning of Torah, are able to maintain, sustain, and give chiyus, give life to our neshama. There's an interesting halacha that says that lo sochlu al hadam, literally, you're not to eat in conjunction with the blood. A challenging verse, and one of the explanation to this uh, mitzvah is you shouldn't eat until you have first prayed. Why? So you can tell me, possibly out of respect, that you are to first take care of your spiritual needs and then take care of your physical needs. Yes, but I'm going to tell you the following, that just as your eating gives life to the body, literally proteins, carbohydrates, and all the other vitamins that we derive from our food, so too does Torah give life to our neshama. So our learning of Torah is not only because it happens to be the 419th mitzvah of the Torah, that we learn Torah because God commanded us to learn Torah. We don't only learn Torah because Gadol <coughs> Limud, great is the learning of Torah that brings us to act, but we learn Torah because it gives, it nourishes our soul. And therefore, before we nourish our body, the Torah is teaching us we have an obligation to nourish our souls. There are no Bible stories. There are Bible lessons. And this verse of telling us that Avram Avinu kept the Torah before it was given is a charge to all his descendants, we are so proud to be descendants of every Shmona Esrei, Elokeinu Elokeavoseinu, Elokeavraham, the God of my grandfather Abraham. We are so proud to be his grandchildren. We have to learn the very important lesson from Avraham that our way to take care of the precious soul that Hashem has given us is through the learning of His Holy Torah. Ashrenu matov chelkenu. How privileged and fortunate we are that we have the Torah. 
which nourishes our neshama, which gives us life. V'chaye olam notabesocheinu, both in this world and, please God, the next. Shabbat Shalom to all.